video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 201 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the Hollywood homeboy, Mr. Grizz, coming off our 200th episode, our Bad Taste Bicentennial Celebration live on Twitch. You could probably go watch it on our Twitch, maybe. It's probably still there. I'm going to put it up on the YouTube. I've been slacking. I totally forgot to do it. My bad. I don't really know either. There's a lot of features on that thing that I'm just guessing with at this point. And I like hope to God that I don't like start streaming when I don't want to, yeah, you know, like I'm sitting here, yeah, I'm sitting here picking, yeah, picking my nose naked, fucking watching something so dumb. Watching bum fights. But, but yeah, I look like I could be in it, right? Like they're paying me to like smoke crack under the fucking the bridge somewhere. Drinking the crack troll beers. Oh, oh yeah, I have nat- some natty frights that I found at my parents' house <laughs> that I'm drinking. I'm like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. One was so old that it actually exploded in the bag, but it didn't open. You know, like it like almost like leached through the the aluminum of the can. Did you but, like did you drink it out of the bag? Like did you fucking pour no, it no, like no, a beer bog no, out of the bag? No, 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 Pussy. No. <laughs> but but before we go any further, I have to say we are honored. We are privileged. absolutely privileged <laughs> to have our heavy metal homeboy back, <laughs> Mister Ernie Kegstan, Mister EK Wimmer from the Laser Graves podcast. Dude, you're back. What's up? The podcast is back. Thanks to us, of course. I know we fucking inspired you uh, when we were when we called out all the. Uh, the old podcasts that no longer live but yeah. what's up man you're back what's going on come on what's yeah. up hey dudes it's actually pretty <laughs> funny timing because the last time i was on was right when we ended the podcast yeah <laughs> like, yeah oh, seriously really? like within the week yeah because we did that um dial oh, code santa God. and then we yes. ended it like right after yes and then we have oh spent the last God. few months berating you privately yeah. <laughs> about yeah, exactly. what, a, what a bitch you are for not doing laser graves anymore. Yeah, you guys. We, welcome back in all we aspects. We are officially the disease and the cure. Look at us. Yeah, you guys um, crawled way up my ass about it. So I had, to pull, I had to really stick my hand up there to pull you out. So <laughs> Something that um, I also found really funny, and you brought it to my attention today. You're like, hey, man, what, what version of this movie? Movie do you have and you're like hold on i'm just gonna go in your feed and take a look <laughs> he finds the post and on the post we say oh we got to bring keg stand on for this one <laughs> so look man it was meant to be we called it months ago we and goddamn, we're here doing probably the most todd sheets non-todd sheets oh, film yeah. that i could think of uh death metal zombies aka what the hell's mine called Dead Rock Dead Zombies. Rock zombies? Yeah. yeah, I had to look at it for a second. Um, the same movie, mu- multiple releases, tons of cuts. It's like watching Dawn of the Dead. You don't know which one you have. <laughs> right? I think we all probably... Well, no, Grizz... Yeah, we all have three different versions yeah, of the I movie. Have, I had the, the Death Metal Zombies clamshell, like just like the, the Evil Knight and stuff like that. The original like Todd Cook clams that he put out from... Was it Cemetery Cinema that uh, yeah. did those releases? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's um, so it's hor- it's also, there's a different one though. It, it's not. You're right, Mike. Horoscope well, is what you're thinking. Ho- there's horoscope. Yeah. There's yeah. horoscope, and then it's also like distributed by Cemetery Cinema, yeah. and then it was distributed by Scream Time Films mm-hmm. later on. And these are what probably within the last ten years or so. Those ones. No, uh, Scream Time. Well, it, they had three different reissues. So when that 10th anniversary came out in like 2005, that's when Screen Screen Time reissued all of those ones. But uh, Horoscope was 92. That was like his first company. And then right after that is when he created Cemetery. And then that's what really put out all that stuff. And then 
yeah, like a decade later, he got the idea to reissue a lot of these. So that first clam that was reissued at the 10th anniversary, that was all clam. under Scream Time. And then everything since then has been under Scream Time. I mean, he's still got that site going and stuff. So that's yeah, his shit too. Can, Scream Time is his also? That's his yeah. company, yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been going. Yeah, he's been going, man. He's been distributing this stuff forever. You could kind of tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm like, what the fuck? You you could tell the difference a lot of times by um, the back of the tapes on these because the newer ones will have barcodes. They'll also have a website on them, Mm -hmm. while like the 90s releases have neither, generally. I mean, I have really yet to see one that has... A barcode on it, or what? It looks like it was made in his basement. It probably was. Yeah. Like all the, all the slip. Well, they're all clamshells, but the uh, what do you call that? The insert. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what is the? Would be right. They all. Yeah, they all look like they're just on like heavy computer paper of some yeah. sort, and it's like just made. made in MS Paint. Yeah, it's great. It it fits with the movie. Yeah. Right. Like, especially some of the artwork uh, that they used is better than others. Yeah. <laughs> It, like what you just said like the most Todd Sheets not Todd Sheets movie I feel like if Todd Cook and Todd Sheets could have gotten together to do like an anthology horror movie in the 90s like how perfect like these two styles yeah. and like just the two masters of what because like <clears throat> we'll get into this film and the, the the flaws and the perfections that this thing does have within it but I think that's also the same with Todd Sheets. You know, his films are not the most polished of things, but you get these yeah. really fucking awesome movies. And I think these two guys together would have been like a powerhouse of horror back then. Do you guys yeah, know? They were buddies. Yeah. You know, the background with this actually funny. You should talk about Todd Sheets. <laughs> he uh, funny. Please. I should. Yeah. <laughs> it's like perfect, perfect timing. Uh, in 93, Todd Cook saw Goblin and thought it was pretty fucking awesome and was like, man, this dude's doing the same thing I'm doing. So he got his number and he called Todd Sheets and they, the next year, hooked up. He went and like stayed with him for a long time and they became buddies and then he made uh, Death Metal Zombies right after. So there's no... I mean, it's pretty obvious that he was pretty heavily influenced by by Todd Sheets. 100%. Yeah. The companionship there. That's what it is, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, this is an SOV companionship (laughs) of the the highest (laughs) order. (laughs) I had no idea. That's cool as fuck, honestly. Yeah. The whole time that I was watching this, I mean, I've watched this a couple times before, but like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just thinking like, shit is like fucking zombie rampage but like somebody else's fucking idea you know what i mean like it's uh, not somebody else's idea but like somebody's vision of zombie rampage and i'm not even talking about vampire holocaust either because that's like even less i guess like zombie rampage but this movie like really has this the same plot almost you could you think you, about you it you could tell todd's like a horror fan but he's also like a hardcore underground horror fan just based off of the things you see in the film like he has like his jason goes to hell shirt on but then throughout the rest of the film he's got a fucking dead meat shirt on which is like one of the most i mean imagine knowing that movie in that time period you really got to be on the inside of like underground horror to know what fucking to even have a dead meat shirt that's so fucking Not cool the shirt. Like, even i know the shirt. like dude that's that's hardcore like i i want that shirt so bad <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely out there i mean unless he made Aww. it himself which you never know like sometimes that, you watch that's these what movies i was wondering for sure <laughs> yeah you, you never fucking know it's so funny you think he saw darkness well, I was just going to say that because I was thinking about how you were saying not only was he like a normal horror fan, but he had to have been an underground horror fan, like enough to have seen Goblin and contacted Todd Sheets. But definitely the same year Goblin came out is when Darkness came out. And both of them have this like heavy soundtrack with all this blood and stuff. And then when you watch uh, Death Metal Zombies, it's got a heavy soundtrack with all this blood and some zombies. Like there's no doubt in my mind that he was putting himself in that conversation like he saw the shit that was coming out and the same year and said i'm, I'm gonna be part of this crew and and it fits right in he looks the part 
He yeah. looks, yeah. you know, like <laughs> out of all my friends growing up, there was always like one who was like really nerdy and like a way that was like really directed towards one thing that was like really fucking cool. But like he was like over the top about it kind of a thing. And th- I could tell that's this guy, you know, he's like, I'm making fucking movies like this is my thing. Horror movies is my whole personality. And I totally get that vibe from him throughout this whole thing. He is like a nerd in the best way possible. Yeah, he so he reminds me. I think one of the reasons why I like this movie so much is I am a fan of films where I feel like the the people being represented are honest like are real and sincere that's why i like darkness that's why i like my sweet satan is like when i see those guys i think like no those dudes are legit they definitely look like they listen to this music they come from the scene and when i watch this movie him and brad as dumb as they are i'm like those were my friends like they absolutely are actual (laughs) metalheads like they're not pretending to be and i think that goes a long way when you watch movies is like if you can't relate to the main characters and believe that they really are from that walk of life then it i just shut it down right there doesn't Brad kind of look like Mark Wahlberg in a wig? <laughs> he, has, he has that kind of vibe wow. to him, dude. The whole time, I'm just like, fuck, man. I can't get this out of my head. He's so fucking the funny, whole, man. The whole time that I'm watching this, all I could think about is like, wow, Grizz would totally probably be dating Lisa Cook at that time. Dude, oh, yeah. don't, don't, dude. I've been holding back. Shut the fuck up, dude. Because like, bro, there's a scene. She has these shorts on. That are so fucking short that like her butt cheeks are falling out and jiggling everywhere. I'm like, what is going on? This is amazing. Like seriously, Mike, you nailed it. Yes, I knew. She, I knew. She I has knew. my name written all the fuck over it, dude. Chris, I just want to say in general, it. like everyone's like, oh, '80s chicks. You know, the, the chicks were so hot in the '80s, bro. I think '90s. Okay, no, no. I I take it back. You're right about Lisa Cook, right? But really. The one in this movie that does it for me, dude, 100% is Relapse Chick. Holy shit. (laughs) Dude, I would marry her today. I don't care if you're living in a trailer park somewhere, honey. Find me. I will save you. I got a house. I got a stable job. What's up? Like, I don't care what's up, but you look so good in Death Metal Zombies. I just want to give you a shout out. That's a sweet shirt. She's got a lot of the bands. Well, I think a lot of the bands on this soundtrack are Relapse bands. They are. Yeah, they definitely are. I think, uh, <laughs> well, I don't think I know anal cunt is on the soundtrack yeah. too, oh, yeah. they are. <laughs> which, which think about it for that time period. That's pretty fucking wild, man, to yeah. have that on there. Like, weren't we just talking about anal cunt? Mm-hmm. I think me and EK were yeah. just, cause we were discussing how like Seth Putnam, like, oh no, he like died. Yeah. He was like in a coma. And then when he I've got s- out of a coma, I've seen him they, live. I've seen them post- really? Co- really? I saw them shit. post- I'm a huge Anal Cunt fan from, like, a long time ago. I love Grindcore and shit. And, like, when I was younger, I thought it was cool to like Anal Cunt because it was super fucking edgy. And I'm like, yeah, they talk about van full of retards and shit. So, like, I thought that was cool. <laughs> and so I went and I saw them, and it was, like, post-fucking co- coma Seth, right? And he comes up, and he's fucking dragging his ass on stage, and he can barely walk. And he's lying down the whole fucking time, just screaming his balls off, dude. Like, going fucking ape shit. They play ha ha, you're in a coma and stuff. And he's laughing about the fact that he wrote the song and then was in a fucking coma. Like, it was the most surreal, but like sad fucking concert that I've ever been to, man. (laughs) It was wild. It wasn't like him shooting dope, getting a blowjob on stage, anal cut, but it was. It was like the the the, the like, jazz what the fuck am I watching? lounge version of Daniel Cut in that <laughs> uh, that realm. If you know. That's really funny. And for seriously, for 1995 or 1994, when did this? I think it was probably shot in 94, right? Yeah, it first came out in 94 and yeah. then got reissued in 95 because they made a couple more cuts to it. But you know yeah. the 90s, man. That's yeah. It's funny you're talking about 90s chicks. We never. I don't know. They just don't come up a lot. And when you were talking about Lisa Cook, I was thinking about um, Grizz. Have you seen her workout? She's got. She put out a yes. horror workout. <laughs> I have. I've seen a lot of, of Todd Cook's movies, and she's okay. in just about every single fucking one of them. So yeah, that's. But I funny, think she man. looks extra good in this one. So the workout one, 
I don't know. It doesn't do it as much for me. It's, I think it's the outfit in this one. This one that really does it. So, but not as much as Relapse they, Girl. Relapse Girl. Really I would have called it, dude. I when I, I I when I saw Relapse Girl, that would have been the chick I would have called for you. No shit. Like, yeah, definitely. That is the one, bro. <laughs> she's great, <laughs> man. She's so is funny. Is the one. Like I said, find me. That's yeah. the one. Those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's. I don't. I. I think there actually is a trailer to this movie. Uh, let's hit that, and then we'll actually get into it because I just there's just a couple things that I need to get off my chest. <laughs> Death Metal Zombies, uh, probably, uh, probably one of the most interesting zombie movies I've ever watched in my life, um, mainly because of the acting. Incredibly, um, I guess, eye-opening because they say, well, well, not even that. They say the word man so many fucking times and i start thinking to myself holy shit this is how i talk but i say dude (laughs) like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i i I totally like it struck me like i i I finally realized that i was doing this well not that i i didn't realize it but it like just hit me like that's me i speak like that what the fuck because they legitimately put the word man in every sentence at least twice in the first (laughs) what like half hour of the movie hey man like i think man like this is really weird you know like i think it's like we have to enter this contest man because like (laughs) i think i think i I might win man and then the other guy's like man you know you're right man like (laughs) i I think like your luck's gonna change man like it it keeps going on and on that you even mentioned the whole thing about like saying, dude, do you ever like text somebody that look at your text and be like, wow, I put a lot of dudes in that text. That was way too many dudes. It's me. <laughs> me every day with both you guys. It's constantly like, yeah. I feel like I start and end every text I send you with dude. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard not yeah, to. It's, it's like we all grew up on Venice Beach, right? <laughs> like we were all fucking sleeping in the sand. But oh my god. I, I don't know. I really don't know why I do that. It might just be like our generation and maybe the 100%. things that we're we're all into generally the same shit. We're all generally around the same age. What's funny though is like we all grew up a, a rather large distance away from each other. Oh, and we all use the word dude way too much. <laughs> I don't know. Like, let us know. Do you say the word dude every other word yeah, too? Or word? <laughs> <laughs> maybe so, it's an infectious thing. So I had to watch this fucking movie again for the podcast tonight. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to the gym. I got my workout done. I'm going to hit the treadmill. And I fucking put this movie on, right? And I completely forgot that this movie starts with like five minutes of titties. And I'm not just talking about like, oh, here's a flashing boob. I'm talking about like elongated, not nipples, but elongated scenes of fucking like showering, blow drying the hair with boobies out. As you had mentioned privately that there was a running zombie with boobies out, which is also fucking hilarious. And I'm like. Oh fuck. So I keep hitting like the 10 second forward button on the fucking player, right? And it's not helping. There's just more boobs. And I'm looking around, there's like old ladies walking on treadmills to hear me and shit. I'm like, fuck, I'm the pervert watching boobies at the gym. So I'm trying to fucking jump through it. 
It didn't end well. I was like, I'm the fuck out of here. So I just left. <laughs> Very unusual for a movie of this budget to have that much nudity in it. Yeah. They must have had some good drugs to give everybody. Yeah, I'm not saying that they drugged the women. I'm I'm saying that they probably <laughs> exchanged. No, 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 no. I'm saying that they probably exchanged drugs for the seeds because there's no way people are just going to be like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, it's like, oh, boobs. who's going to see this movie? It's like our friends. Yeah. Mm, my dad maybe yeah probably a <laughs> podcast 15 to 20 years from now some people are going to talk about my boobs though you know boobs I, will live on forever people have to remember <laughs> that i want to know um like how was this movie received when it was originally released like what were the sales numbers because these were being sold to video stores because Grizz, you just found a cemetery cinema release <laughs> yeah, that was from a video store. It's so so people were buying these for their businesses. Like and a Hollywood how video. many of these Yeah, like who the Ridiculous. fuck at Hollywood video was like, Yeah, let me get a copy of that evil knight. Uh looks Yo. looks cool. You know, so like, like where'd they get only, that from? My only thought is that like there had to be like a dope ass manager at at a single Hollywood video who was like, "Bro, I want to get these Todd Cook movies so I can fucking either cop a fucking few yeah. of them or like watch them and shit." That's the only way, because like you know, Hollywood Video isn't ordering Todd Cook movies in mass to send to all their stores. That's a select store that I think you know some punk kid was. <laughs> fucking doing some ordering for that's the only way yeah right? i mean can yeah, you imagine no. blockbuster being like hey todd cook send me a million copies of fucking death metal zombies for the store <laughs> yeah no i believe I just, it i can't believe it i, I can't believe it. I, I can't i do because I, I never remembered seeing anything like this in the video store <laughs> when i was a kid or even at that point i would have been what like in high school around there like maybe middle school I don't remember ever seeing shit like this at Hollywood video for like, it was like going the blockbuster, you know, like, I don't know. You, you, you could believe that this was at a Hollywood video. Yeah. I, well, not a Hollywood video, but definitely video stores because my favorite spot that I went to like end of high school into college was run by a, like um, this kid who his parents bought the shop. They basically said, you just work here. You know, that's how you're going to, get by as you run the shop and he was talking to me one day because they had this amazing horror collection and selection i should say and i was asking him about it i'm like where are you getting all this stuff it was like super deep cut horror and he said well i just use the money that they give me to to order movies for people to rent and i just buy what i want for myself so he <laughs> was basically yeah, awesome. just stocking the video <laughs> store with stuff that he knew he was going to ultimately keep for himself so they had this insane collection only because the guy running it was buying it for his own collection and that, that guy sense. was me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried to look him up and see if he still had his shit like he would part with oh, it he'd be like great. fuck off he'd be like I got eBay what are you a fucking idiot yeah. Yeah, there's actually a couple shops like that there was another spot uh, when I lived in Missoula Montana there was a, a video store we all went to and um, the guys running that were hardcore horror fans, and they would just order shit that they wanted to see that they knew they weren't going to get otherwise. So the horror section was the best in town because it was horror fans running the, running the store. That's awesome. I would love to see the, uh, like, I wonder if there was a catalog, you know, like, was there a cemetery cinema catalog somewhere? That oh, would be had fucking to be. awesome. Yeah. Maybe like I, back in I saw that there was or something. Uh, there had to have been. I I mean there were apparently playing cards made for this movie. Oh, uh, that's cool. So that's like a very odd thing for a movie of this yet again budget to have. They tried to market it. Todd Cook, he he really gave it a give it a good try. The old well, you know, college try. Of like the budget. Obviously there wasn't a, a lot to it, but we've been doing a lot of comparison to like, you know, Todd sheets and stuff like that. I actually think this looks better than a lot of like Todd Sheets early stuff from the same time period. I think that maybe the, you know, the acting isn't as dialed in as it could be as far as like editing from scene to scene. It's a little bit like, here's my line, here's my line, and we're going to the next scene kind of a thing. 
But as far as like how clean the movie looks and how well like the effects look, I I would give this the edge over something that that Todd Sheets was doing at the same time. I think this almost looks more like like when it comes to um, I'm not saying like the story and the things that happen in the movie. I'm talking about just the general uh, general like visuals of the movie, um, the camera and everything. It reminds me of like a like a Ron Bonk. I was going to say that. Oh. I was going to say uh, City of the Vampires is what it reminds me of. Yes. Oh, yeah. good call. That, I totally yeah. can see that now for sure. Same, same we're like, feel. We're, it's like very dark in places, but like yep. also it's not. You know what I mean? Like things just kind of come out of nowhere because they have like the foreground like lit very well. Then all of a sudden something just comes out of the trees. You didn't even realize it was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just and I guess they didn't have like a beta cam. I don't think this was shot. I doubt this was shot on a beta cam in, in the, in the nineties, you know, like especially 94 or whatnot. But I, I really feel like it's got that Ron Bonk, like, yep. you know, just sheen, not sheen, dullness, madness. I don't fucking know what you want to call it. Just the whole vibe of the, of the physical I, I don't know somebody else fucking start talking. I, no I think it's more visually appealing like I said than like uh, you know the, the Todd Sheet stuff I think his stuff is harder to see like like you were saying like this is dark in places but I think this is actually really watchable whereas I think some people like you know I can sit through some of like you know Todd Sheets stuff that's like very very dark but I don't think a lot of people who would just put it on casually would be like oh I'm turning this off I can't fucking see anything this looks like yeah. shit Right. Whereas this, you're like, oh, like I can see what's going on for the most part, and it, it's 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 enjoyable because it actually is like cohesively put together. Yeah, yeah, it, it's got a good story to it. Um, now the story is very like Todd Sheets. It is very zombie rampage. You got the random serial killer that doesn't have anything to really <laughs> do with anything, just thrown in there. There's a zombie attack very similar to me i like it though it's slight it's got differences it's not exactly the same and i do like the whole um you know this song will turn you into a zombie and now you're like the fucking slave of this band has to like that shit like that's straight out of like the 80s fucking horror metal crossover right yeah it's it's great and what i what i love about it is the way to like um battle the zombies once they've been turned by the metal is that you have to play like country music (laughs) will will, like weaken them and i think that that's so funny man that's what i do like about this film as opposed to like i love city of of the vampires and stuff like but what i what i like is this doesn't play it straight it definitely knows that it's funny and it but it doesn't overdo the comedy it just inserts it in spots like that scene when they're sitting at the park talking about the concerts that they've been to and then like tony out of nowhere (laughs) tony goes to take off but he does like a heel click like a leprechaun heel click click. yes and meanwhile like brad's like okay dude but i gotta take a nap first and then he just lays down in lisa's lap it's so fucking funny and it but it's not like forced humor and i think that for shot on video um minus maybe the polonias you don't get that a lot usually they're playing it pretty straight they're they're, because they're really trying and i think that he gets the the in-between of really not being able to make a very serious horror film, but mm-hmm. also being able to create a really good film on its own. So like not taking yourself too seriously plays yeah. really well in this scenario. Yeah. Well, that's why all the German stuff is so good because they all do it like tongue in cheek. Yeah. You know, how the they, fuck are you going to make us, how do you make a splatter film that's serious? That's not like a fucking war film or something. You know what I right. mean? Like it's, it's, for you to do over the top ridiculous shit on a on zero budget, you have to add humor. You have to, because there's no way you're gonna have people like um, just like suspend their disbelief. Well, a majority of people suspend their disbelief if you're you know the the head looks like you got it from Party City and just <laughs> yeah. threw some yeah, blood on it. Beach ball. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's hard to take something serious when it looks like that. And there's very few movies that are able to pull it off. Like Darkness is one of them. Yeah. Where like the oh, movie yeah. is serious. There's no comedy in that movie, really. At least not very intentionally. True. And there's and it's very few and far between if there is. 
You know, and they pull that off perfectly, I think. Would, well, he's also this, a genius. Would the, yeah, he is. Shout out. So, like, what the. <laughs> <laughs> what I also Lord love about Savior, this, this, this story with this, too, is that it's like. Uh, I love that it's like this band that they all love. What the hell was the name of the band again? Uh, Living Corpse. Yeah, yeah Living, Living Corpse. Corpse. Classic Sick name. band name. It I is know, a good band it. name. It really is. <laughs> and uh, I love that it's like based off the fact that they're putting out this cassette that only one fan will get that features a song that will never <laughs> like be released. Clan. Like, like, I was going to say, dude, it's like the fucking Wu-Tang <laughs> that that shithead fucking Sheikle or whatever fucking bought. And, uh, and I just love that concept and that like that one song turns them into zombies and then the fucking band shows up like manifest in their house to like tell them to bring the fucking corpses back to them and shit that because okay so this isn't a traditional zombie movie in the sense that like these aren't dead people who have come back to life that have started this it's possessed more like a yeah it's more like a haitian zombie like a voodoo zombie oh yeah so a a traditional zombie film good call mike i like that yeah see it's so fun and it's like mixed with fucking like blood feast or blood cult oh totally (laughs) fucking shingar what the hell (laughs) but it also has that kind of vampire mythology where if you defeat them they can revert back to their normal form you know and that's oh, yeah. not that's not very common with with zombies especially so it's kind of like all these different mashups of genres put into one and somehow it really works i mean it like it moves along really well and it's that's, funny but, but that's how i've never considered this to be a zombie movie like i it's just so in the traditional sense like i'm not a big zombie movie guy but i fucking love this movie so it's like because it's not like oh here's the living dead that are fucking coming to bite people and shit like this is fucking rowdy and fun fucking todd's character at one point while he's a zombie finds a machete and gets all excited about it like zombies don't do that shit like that's what makes this like really fucking cool to watch and that's another point too about like the, the humor in it there's a lot of like breaking of that uh, the fourth wall or whatever where it's like uh he he looks into the camera with the fucking machete and gives you the nod and the wink and stuff and it's it's things like that that you know they're not taking it too seriously but it, it makes it enjoyable for me to watch so there's something that i really i mean grizz i don't know if you've seen the movie but i know ek probably has is deathgasm a ripoff of this movie well, I mean, it, I think Deathgasm is a ripoff of the general theme of if you play music, it'll bring back evil. I mean, I think that that's just a pretty generic idea to begin with. So I don't think it's a ripoff. Oldest heavy metal. Dude. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. They're obsessed with a band. They get a one, like a, 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 like a one-off record that Come happens on, really? to have the music that like allows them to i guess cause people to turn into demons or whatnot it's the same it's a thing. rip off it's a rip off come on man well sure Remember i mean they it's go a- to the guy's house and get the record and all that shit and there's yeah. like the devil's hymn in it and it's like they play it and it turns the people into like these de- these murderous demons you know like try- yeah. it's really i i didn't really think about it until this watch but i feel like it's legitimately a fucking like a ripoff of of death metal zombies it well, really is to me fucking david arquette saw this and was like i'm gonna make the fucking tripper because a serial killer <laughs> with a fucking nixon mask is a perfect idea for a horror yeah. movie so i mean everybody got inspired here yeah i think that it's kind of like it's it's like the the rules had been established. You know, you got films like Trick or Treat and Black Roses that both have these unifying themes of the music can turn people into killers or make people do things that they're not supposed to. And then it just keeps building. So this then comes and Deathgasm. It's like, it just became its own set of rules, like a vampire film or a zombie film. It's like metal horror has to have these set of rules. And the oldest one is your band plays a song that turns everybody evil. <sighs> as much I as I love genre. the old ones, I, I, as, but see, I, as much as I love the old ones that do that, like I don't want that to be the, the cookie cutter, heavy metal horror movies moving forward. Like you know, like I want to, I feel there's so much more that can be done 
with that than like, oh, spooky metal makes evil things happen. Like, yep. man, like, give me well, some. Like Rocktober Blood. Yeah. Just a slasher movie. Right. Who done it, slasher? Right. And I feel like that could be done way better and, and, and more original even in today's time than, oh, here's an evil fucking band. Because most heavy metal horror films are, like you said, the evil band has either music or a concert or some shit like that that creates evil where it's like dude show me a fucking death metal band that completely annihilates the crowd every night and some shit like that like there's so many (laughs) cool things you could fucking do with with death metal specifically so i just want more i want more gore i think it is you know it might be a budgetary constraint you know you gotta kill a lot of people in a crowd i get that you See, know, speaking of a, a cr- yeah, speaking of a crowd, what crowd, I love about crowd killing this, is not in anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. It's lame. It always was. But like, <laughs> so the thing that I fucking really liked about this movie though was that concert footage because yeah. it was like for the first time that I was like, oh. they're, they're really kind of capturing what it feels like to be at a death metal concert no, for some that band that's really not like good. really big, you yeah. know, like a normal local death metal. But you show. know what? It didn't look fake. No, that's why I'm that saying it. Like, like it, a sh- it. That looked like shows I've played. Yeah, like that's why I'm saying it. Like, I love They didn't that. look yeah. like they were fucking around. They didn't look like actors. No, they, no, they looked like they were moshing. Like they were, moshing, like they were legit. Yeah. Like they just went to this band that happened to suck. One uh, of my favorite live performances <laughs> of a band in a, in a movie ever, for sure, was the dream sequence that that fucking what's his face had. Yeah, he's on stage. Coach. Who's yeah. on stage with? They were corpse. thrashing around, man. So and you were there in my dream. All that matters is that I'm in your reality. Yeah. Oh my it's god! It's like oh my so god. <laughs> but like you hear that band playing, and it's just like. It's like so bad. Like just, <laughs> I think it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning with too. It just adds authenticity. Like that, as you were saying, Mike. Both you guys. Like we've all been in bands our whole lives. That's that's the show, right there. I mean, I've been to every. I've been to a billion shows like that. I played shows like that, and so it's so familiar to me. And that would be one of my biggest criticisms of. It's not a sequel, but did you guys watch the follow-up years later called Zombified? That's like... No. Okay, so no. I thought it was a sequel, but Todd, in an interview I read, said, no, it's a reimagining of death metal zombies, but he brings back, like, Brad and stuff like that. So, But they're much older. It came out in, I don't know, 2012 or something. So I watched it. Oh, no shit. And it's one of my... Right away, one of my biggest gripes is that there is a concert, there's a band... And it's so generic. It's like shitty new metal, and it it doesn't look like a real band. It doesn't feel, even if it is. I mean, I'm sorry if you're that band, but it's it doesn't have <laughs> it doesn't have that that sense of authenticity that death metal zombies does. Like, I want the the speakers to be blown out. I want the audio on the on the footage to sound like shit because that's what it sounds like when you go to those shows. I don't want it to be all clean and crisp and everybody looking good like i don't know man i thought that was a missed mark on the remake or whatever the fuck it is because you you didn't you need that you really hit it there when you said authenticity and that's what this movie has in abundance and i think that's why it speaks to people like like the three of us uh, in particular it's you see things like you said like the concert footage and stuff like that but then like just the interaction between friends that they have the, the way they talk about music, the actual music that's being used. Talk about pungent stench and shit, dude. Like, that's a fucking yeah. awesome band. God damn. Like, bringing up that stuff. Dude, there's a fucking Mortician song in this movie. Like, it's really like, yeah. there's... This is so fucking genuine. And it comes across that way that it's it's timeless for that reason. Whereas, when you when you just said it, like, if, if I watched it, and it was like this clean, polished. Like, dude, even when you look at the fucking uh, in in the apartments and stuff like that, they got the fucking the old the uh, the silver PV stack speakers and shit like that. <laughs> everything yeah. just I was like, dude, this was growing up. Like, this is how everything yeah. fucking looked and felt. Yeah, and, and it's just so authentic, man. I love it for that reason. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that stood out to me too about the authenticity of this, of why I thought those guys were just legit metal dudes, is because something that I don't think a lot of people realize, unless you were going to shows back then, was like even dudes who were in death metal 
metal bands in the early 90s were not wearing necessarily deicide and morbid angel shirts they were wearing fucking iron maiden shirts and metallica shirts and you have like bands like death covering judas priest and kiss so when you see these guys you're expecting like oh it's death metal zombies they got to be wearing death metal shirts like no seeing them in in a maiden shirt (laughs) with a kiss poster on the wall was authentic like that's what those dudes yeah, were listening totally to. Legit. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. That it was, was a scene. It was very hard to procure, th- like, just general band merch at that time. <laughs> yeah, it's not pre-internet anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, well, a, a big way of getting your shit was through buying the cassette or the record, and if you bought it secondhand, yeah. you you didn't have that mail away stub or whatever to get the shirt or to buy whatever the hell they had yeah. on there. You know what I mean? Like you would buy, you would get the cassette or whatnot. Cause I didn't buy, I didn't buy records when I was younger. I didn't have a fucking record player. I had a, a boom yeah. box or whatever, but you'd buy a cassette and you would see it would be torn out mm-hmm. of like the J card. It's like, Oh, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta try to figure out another way to get the fucking obituary. Uh, slowly we rot shirt. <laughs> Cause you it ain't going to be really... at fucking Kmart. It ain't going to be in the back of hit parade <laughs> either. Yeah, it's going to be an Aussie shirt. That's not going to oh, be an yeah. obituary shirt. Yep. What else we got to bring back from the the 90s metal scene is fucking all over skull print shirts. <laughs> that is the fucking <laughs> shit, bro. Shingar's outfit You're gonna catch is me like this that? summer. Yeah, dude. Rocking a fucking all over skull print, dude. I yeah. love that. Oh, dude, look, we could do man. a bad Even taste video. Even fucking Tommy in the all end over. had one on. He was fucking killing it. Oh. <laughs> Does it come with a switchblade when you buy it, though? Yeah. That's the real... Better, Where'd you dude. get it at? The switchblade and a biker vest. Did anybody have... No, this would have been pre-Jenko's. Yeah. This is when everybody still oh, wore yeah. normal jeans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's... And white Nike uh, high tops was the look. Oh, yeah. I love watching these movies because you see, like, no matter what the time period is, every like they all dress the same. Yeah. Like, everybody dresses the same. These guys could have been in fucking trick or treat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're all dressed oh, yeah, exactly yeah. the fucking same. And it always cracks me up because if you go to a show in 2022, whatever fucking year it is now, you're going to see somebody that looks exactly like these guys. It's just like the just <laughs> dude. White yeah. Yeah. It's just timeless. It's all yep, the, it's, timeless. It's the same outfit. Always has been. It's coming back. It's coming back. Uh, one thing I want to say, I think. All of the versions of this movie might have a different soundtrack also. Oh, interesting. Is that... I I, I think there's different music on different cuts of these um, movies. Because where, where did they play Mortician? Because I didn't fucking hear Mortician in this. I heard a lot of fucking oh, it's like other... The, it's, there's, I listed all the stuff that was listed on the credits, and there's like a bunch of bands that were listed on the credits, and they're, they're listed as well. Oh, them. maybe I missed yeah, it. Yeah, they're firing yeah, off songs, too. Like, those, those songs are coming like during saying, all the zombie scenes. It's a lot in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of shit. Because if you, if you go on the IMDB page of this, and you look at... Um, not the IMDB page. If you go on, like, Scream Time Films, whatever the website is, and, like, you look... At like the different versions that they have like there is alternate like no shit you know yeah there's i guess when they cut the movie for whatever release like they just put different music on dude this guy's oh like george God. lucas he no just shit. can't fucking leave he it is, alone yeah, he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> I, todd said that he made four different versions of this and he's done it for several of the films that he did for cemetery i guess like because uh, I think Evil Knight has a couple different versions too. And basically what he said was, so like Mike, the version that you have is called Dead Rock Zombies because it's an extended version that he made different from from Death Metal Zombies. And then the one that I think Grizz, you used to have this one that's the cover that's uh, an illustration with the zombie with the guitar going through his head. Like that one's a different version yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, that's a slip. And then the yeah. the one that I have that's got this the bloody skeleton that they find in the bed um, on the cover, <laughs> that one's got an alternate ending that's totally different from the ones that, that you have. So it's like, he basically was like, fuck it, I'm just going to make a bunch of different versions and you can buy them all, like collect them all like Pokemon, I guess. I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the one that I have, the ending is like, you get the like the nixon killer he's like what is that lady's like vacuuming and shit and like he fucking kills her and stuff and then i've seen the extended the 10th anniversary thing and i do like it but it 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 does kind of jump 
in time i guess it i guess the time period does make sense because like the internet would be out 10 years later from 94 or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, the whole like he uploads the mp3 of zombified like, to the fucking like internet the and then he it's like rig and he flips the camera <laughs> off I do like that ending. Well, that's what the, starts uh, the the, the second movie. So, Zombified starts because it got oh, uploaded. Cool. Yeah, like it's the same idea. Nice. That makes sense. In the one that I have, you get the woman cleaning who gets killed by the Nixon yeah. killer. Then you watch the credits, and then after the credits, it says three months later, and you get like uh, what's his name's girlfriend, like going through his shit, or it's his like sister. So I don't know who the fuck it was. And like puts a tape on and it's fucking zombified, oh. and like it starts the whole oh, thing see, over again. That's not, that's yeah, that's not different from the one I have one too. At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll show you. I'll show you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so so overall, you could literally just like we all watched a different version of this movie. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It was all good. That's, Every single one of them. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> That's actually pretty crazy. There's not many movies that you could say have this many fucking versions. I mean, geez. We, what'd you say? There's like legitimately four That's different what he cuts said, of yeah. this movie. Yeah, and they've all got so, different covers to like denote that they're different versions. See? Isn't what's your that favorite kill? Nuts? Oh, dude. I know mine oh, right my- away. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours, right, Mike? What's yours? Oh. EK, go. Mine right, is definitely. Well, oh, right, wait, wait, wait. Huh? Oh, go, 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 go. Okay. Go, go, go. <laughs> Mine's no question. Mine is when Brad is inside the car when those three dudes are out in the parking lot and he puts the knife where the guy's seat is. Oh. And he sits down oh, and stabs yeah. him over the ass. And then the guy the gets out. <laughs> and it's like this long, drawn out scene of him bleeding like nonstop from his butt as he's running around yeah. grabbing it. And it yeah. makes me laugh. That feels like a Polonia moment to me. Like, it's so over the top funny that I, I could watch that scene over and over. Like it's it's just way too funny. I forgot to me. about that. That is a very good scene. Well, it's it's like in fucking what is that hallucinations yeah. and splatter farm yeah, with the, the toilet like, shitting out the knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a very similar oh. thing. These people love like ass. Yeah, <laughs> metal up your ass, dude. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, EK, my favorite kill is the second part of that. Oh, with the punch through gets, him? He gets punched yeah. through. He's like, oh, and all of a sudden he gets like a hand through his yeah, chest dude. and you see like his heart yeah, in his dude, hand and he so pulls good. it back. Dude, for a movie of this budget, that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's an awesome fucking kill. And I, to me, it's more impressive than when he sits on the knife. Yeah. Because when he sits on the knife, you just, you don't really see anything and you just see him like, basically just p- blood but pouring from his crotch acid. Oh, oh yeah. I think yeah. I think horrible. favorite yeah. kill versus the best kill are two different conversations. <laughs> like like the knife That's up true. the butt just <laughs> well, makes me laugh. It's not necessarily the best kill. It just makes me laugh really hard. Well, when he also gets punched, uh he makes like a face. Yeah. Like a <gasps> That whole scene, all three of those guys are hilarious. Like that whole group right there is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie because it's so out of left field and it's just the big buff dude. Yeah, so hilarious. It's so funny. Grizz, what about you? What's your favorite kill? It wrenches my heart. It's it's hard to talk about, honestly. But it's my one and only relapse, girl. When. She gets the old machete to the mouth. <laughs> it's absolutely delightful what it looks like afterwards, but man, does it hurt to watch. So, hey, man. Yeah, shout if, out to her one more you, time. If you love him, you got to let him go, you know? You got to let him go. <laughs> uh, even with the machete mouth, you're still beautiful to me, baby. It's okay. Can we talk about <laughs> the scene right before that? How, like, we were talking about how they're just kind of making shit up. They're not following any rules of zombies and stuff. There's a scene where, if I remember correctly... He uses his mind to unlock the door. Did you guys remember that? <laughs> like he's oh got God. telepathy as a zombie, <laughs> and that well, to me, like powerful. Zombie. I want to be on the set of that film yeah. where everybody's just like, "How are you going to open yeah. this door, dude? You're a zombie." And he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just use my <laughs> mind. I'll just unlock it." It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Well, you like, know, oh, he's the director. A, he gets it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I touched on this before, 
but I legitimately was fucking cracking up at the whole beginning interaction where they're talking about entering the contest (laughs) where they're saying, man, 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 back and forth. I have to say that that is probably one of the funniest fucking scenes in a movie that we've watched. Like period. The things that they're going back and forth, like, um, what's like, what band is it? I borrow that. What day? Yeah. (laughs) Can I borrow that CD? Come on, man. You know, I got to play these things to death before I loan them out. All right. Don't get so crazy. And meanwhile, like the other guys just sitting there completely still, like with a straight face, like it's. (laughs) And like the response to the, the response to finding out about the contest, Brad's like, Oh man, for real, man. You know, they're like my favorite band, man. I got to definitely enter that. (laughs) Uh, hey you know you did write the most fan mail to them and they did write that gotta count for something man yeah (laughs) hey you're right it's like you ever watch um you ever watch redneck county fever you ever see that (laughs) no oh god yeah i haven't very similar dialogue very similar dialogue even that that scene where they're like because like the fucking tony is his name i think right that's the todd cook character And he's like being goofy about like he doesn't like, but what band is it and shit? And they both like turn and give him that look like, get him, you silly goose. <laughs> yeah. at the fucking it's like, like the ending the of, I this? feel like the Seinfeld theme needs to come in right then. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like a fucking Scooby Doo fucking fun episode great. right it's, there. I'm like, what is happening? He's like, there's another really funny thing where he's like, you see, like, exit 13 is coming through town. <laughs> You gonna be there? And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be there." Like yeah, he gets like really I, like aggressive about. I get, <laughs> I get off of work for all the concerts. <laughs> like, I guess some work. people are more lucky than others. Yeah, <laughs> just oh such like God. the dialogue is so like fucking Polonia esque yeah. there, where it's just ridiculous. It really is. It's just so weird. Like it's almost. Like it's you're watching, <laughs> it's it's like you're watching an alien that like is trying to act like a human. <laughs> yeah, you know, I will go <laughs> yeah, to dude, this. Ex- yes, it's like, like fucking Kodos and fucking Greg from <laughs> The Simpsons are like in the bodies of these people. That's it, great. Because when when we're speaking, you're gonna use words like it's yours. You know what I mean? Where yeah, they, they're going, they do it that. is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you are. Like, I don't know why I said yours, but like, all stupid shit like that. They, they're saying all the words. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching it, like, as an actor, even if I'm not a professional, when do you read this line and then just try to say it like how you would say it? Like, as natural That's as exactly possible. exactly what I would do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, why would you read it exactly like, I am going to the store to get this item? <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah, man. It always cracks me up that the people, I guess, like, they don't really know what they're supposed to be doing and they don't want to disappoint anybody. So they just read it like exactly how it is. It's so funny. It's like when you're teaching like a new guitar or bass play or something. It's like, dude, make it your own. And then, like, you see they're playing exactly what you're playing, and it's like... (sighs) Staring at your hand while you're showing them. Yeah, it's like... It's like, yeah, I guess it works. That's fine. (laughs) It's not good, but it's it's, it's not terrible. (laughs) So, uh, why don't you guys give me your final thoughts on this movie? Um, It's probably gonna be up there now as a as a bad taste classic man i don't know in my eyes i feel like this one is probably gonna be spoken about in future episodes quite frequently yeah i'd say for me if you're into metal horror one of the biggest uh issues is when something is called metal horror and it doesn't have metal in it so like for me this is a win-win because you put actual metal like not just like glam metal but like death metal in something and legit not like fake death metal but real death metal now you've you've moved it up you've definitely moved it up to a different category of it's shot on video. It's got fun kills. It's got great dialogue. The characters are enjoyable and the soundtrack rules. Like, I don't know, man, it's, it's definitely a, a t- 
top one. When I think about metal horror in general, um, it, it's right there. I mean, it's how could it not be? It, it's in my mind, it is a classic. Yeah, same for me. It's, I mean, obviously, darkness will reign supreme always. And and for me, the second contender has always been uh, at dawn they sleep. And this has that same watchability. It has the same like uh, authenticity as at dawn they sleep. I feel like these these two movies are are a close battle for second place in my heart as far as like real uh, metal horror movies go. Because they're obviously you know the the eighties stuff is is great. It has its place. Um, I was never that big of a of a hair metal guy, mm-hmm. so I don't really uh, connect too much with that kind of stuff. Whereas I've always been a fucking death metal guy, so these kind of things are just like, this is what I've always wanted. So when I finally see it, it's like, fucking finally, this is it right here. Yeah, and and I a hundred percent agree with that because you don't really get like straight death metal in movies very often especially from this time period they'll say that it is but it's it's not you know what i mean like it'll just yeah. be like regular heavy metal or whatever <laughs> yeah. and it's cool when they actually do follow through with it you know like it's kind of surprising sometimes when you get like legit music in these movies well especially music that we um we listen to and actually that leads me to something new that we're going to be doing uh oh. actually not really new something that we've done in the past we actually do randomly but we're gonna go back to doing some extra segments on here just to to give you guys a little a little Spice. bit more yeah and uh, this new segment is gonna be something that i'm gonna be doing because i do collect you know music i'm a guitar player i'm into heavy music into death metal and all that shit and that's a genre that's very intertwined with the horror genre of movies, you know, and I figured, you know, once in a while, maybe we're going to figure this out. I'll give a little recommendation on something that I own. I collect metal cassettes and all that shit. And it's just like collecting VHS tapes. Only there's music (laughs) instead of a shitty movie that you'll waste a hundred dollars on. And to start it off, I wanted to cover an album that I love Uh, the cover of it is actually um, a very iconic image from Dawn of the Dead with the zombie with the machete coming out of his head. And that's going to be the album To the Gory End by Cancer. Yes, what a fucking uh, name for a band. This was a time period where I guess you kind of had free reign still. Like, not every band name was taken. Was taken, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're getting... This was 1990, so, like, you're still not competing with a million other bands trying to think of like fucking heavy hard names that go with this type (laughs) of genre and this is like very early death metal like picture um somewhere to me this album is somewhere between like slayer and cannibal corpse like if you're not really um that's actually i guess perfect yeah Yeah, this is like way to put this album if you're not really like familiar with the genre, like this is somewhere in the middle where if you were listening to this album, you might say like, Oh, like maybe I could go a little heavier. You know what I yeah. mean? But this album has some fucking awesome songs yeah. on it. Um, to the gory end has an awesome, like synth fucking piano intro, slow fucking awesome riffs and shit. This album is probably in my top 10 of just albums, period. At this really? point, oh, I could shit. listen to this straight shit. through. I fucking love this shit. And I feel like the die, album die. actually gets that fucking song. That's the dude, song for me, dude. The album fucking gets better and better yeah. as it goes. Like the end of the album is fucking sick. The last That's what like, I'm saying, four bro. Song. Oh. Die, die is where it's at. That last track fucking rules, dude. Dude, like all the, even like into the acid. That shit is fucking sick. That's my sick. favorite and one it's on cool that album. Because, is into the acid. Yeah, yeah. you like that? yeah that one. That one got me, dude. I was like, shit, this is good. I listened to it like three times in a row when I first heard it. I was like, whoa. It's it's one of those albums that it's death metal, but it has like catchy riffs. You know what I mean? Like they're heavy riffs, it's very but thrashy. Like, yeah, it's definitely more thrash. Yes. Yeah, that's where the Slayer comes yes. in. Yes, yeah. 
yeah sure. there's still black that's why i said still... that, that comparison was perfect because it, it has very thrashy parts but then it's got like the elements of what was to become like really good death metal also yeah. so it's like what cannibal corpse was doing what slayer was doing like in the perfect marriage it's it's it, it is kind of like this weird unique sound that i think they they were able to to capture at the time and those dudes are british yeah, right and yeah uk band yeah. so you know it's not even like that group coming out of america where you got all these fucking nut jobs you got like possessed already going and all that shit they're they're coming from uh, over the atlantic and this album is fucking sick i know a lot of people um are really into the next album that they put out um I, what's that one death shall rise a lot of people are into that one. I don't like it as much as this. There's something about this album that's just like I don't know it as well either. Yeah. It's it's got a different production. The songs don't feel as like raw. This almost has like a black metal esque um, production value to it, like a very mid to high range in like the EQ spectrum. You know what I mean? The vocals are fucking insane. This dude is probably one of my favorite vocalists in like all of metal. It's what just like production, such a. Well, with the production, it's it's very much like that time period of of death metal to have this style of production, like the early Baphomet albums. That's what this sounds like uh, a lot to me. Is like uh, or like Benediction. If you listen to like the early Benediction stuff, like it's very very similar to this. And both of them were like in that time period where it's just kind of like that that crossover from thrash to death metal was happening. And that production just wasn't like being the money wasn't being put into death metal yet. Yeah. Where it yeah. was being put into thrash metal. But it's like, hey, you know, these guys really don't fit that thrash thing yet. So we're not going to dump a bunch of money where you get these like really special recording sessions. Like you said, that almost have that black metal tinge to them, if you will, because the of the, the, the low value. Yeah. But it makes it that much, you know, time stamped and that much grittier. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, too, you're right with saying it also has that element of black metal because black metal also had a bit more of that like punky feel where it's like raw and it was a little bit more um, noisy. And then on top of that, you've got a little bit. I don't I mean, I don't don't take this the wrong way, but the drums and stuff are a bit sloppier, which I associate more with kind of black metal than I do with straight death metal. That was really precise. They, they were like all about, you know, more technicality. And when I listened to Cancer, I was like, oh, man, this is a little bit more loose than what you would expect. And that, to me, feels a little bit more black metal than death metal. Yeah, I, I mean, if you listen to this album straight through, like you'll see there's blast beats and shit like they're doing like what a is that even like what the hell is that really? There's like a blast beat and then there's that other type of like like a gravity. No, no, no. It's just like a, a really fast punk beat. Like you're just going oh, like a D beat. Mm. Yeah, like a D beat. Yeah, like they're doing shit like that in this fucking um, what's it called? And that's in very black to metal the gory end. also, you know? Yeah, like the riff in To the Gory End, like the verse riff where the drum starts it's very like a black metal song. It's very cool. Like it's 1990. You don't have that Tampa death metal production yet with like Influence, your tune to be right. playing through a fucking PV, you know, triple X kind of solid state amp. These dudes are still using you know, martial amps and all that shit, you know, it's, it and I think didn't that's reach where the technical that. drumming comes in too, was that Tampa, mm -hmm. you know, that's yeah. where things got real precise. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and we're not saying that like these dudes couldn't like fucking rip because they're like, there's some crazy guitar solos in this fucking album too. Just cause the, oh. the, the riffs aren't like Chuck Schulden or fucking, you know, human type riffs and all that stuff. Free jazz over a blast beat. It, it, these dudes are are able to fucking shred for yeah. sure. You could tell just oh, by absolutely. like just the general verses and all that stuff. It's fucking nuts. It's awesome. Yeah, song and composition. The whole package. Hell yeah! Like the package with the fucking the cover art, the the music, just the general atmosphere, the name of the band, and all that. This is like highly, highly recommended if you want to try to get into something that's maybe not as you know. Uh, abrasive i guess you could say as more contemporary or even like 
mid to late 90s American death metal and all that shit. Like, this is a good band to get into. It's like a more punk. Um, I mean, they, they don't... It, they don't sound like death, but like it's a more punk version of that type of death metal. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, like it's less technical, I guess. I don't know. Check it out though; it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, Grizz, actually, you know what? Ek, you got anything you want to plug right now? <laughs> I guess, I guess I can plug Laser Grave since we're doing that again. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, as always, um, yeah, you can check us out. We're at Laser Graves on Instagram or lasergraves.com if you want to check out our back episodes. And then I guess the other big thing, even though we're talking all death metal today, um, for the last five months or so, I've been working on my own new album, which is more yes. uh, kind of post-punk, goth, dark wave stuff. And I've released a few singles now. That's all under the name Blood Relations. If you want to check that out, it's definitely still you know down that dark vein. It's just not um, it's not heavy, but it's it's definitely dark. Yeah, but you will oh, be yeah, doing man. a death metal remix of the entire album. <laughs> you will correct? be doing yeah, a death metal remix of the entire album. Oh, you just volunteered. We're gonna send you a metal zone. <laughs> It'll be the, tell him, get the out. bad taste video <laughs> remix. <laughs> Oh my god! I wish. Maybe I. Well, I did record guitar, That's so true, yeah. I do know how it goes. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> on there. <laughs> that would actually be may, uh, maybe when there's a rainy weekend. Maybe we'll make you laugh. How about that, uh, Mr. Grizz? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. You can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please go subscribe to our Twitch channel. We're going to be doing more live um, episodes. We're hoping to maybe ramp up production even more. We're kind of getting in the groove a little bit, right? And we want to do a little bit more practice on there without getting sued on the people's court. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Baby steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anything else guys anything you want to add no I mean that's that's a fun movie the one thing I, I wanted to to add on to with Grizz saying you know we've got darkness which is untouchable that's like the holy grail there and then you've got right underneath that at dawn they sleep but why I think this is a good contender to be in that trilogy is because the one thing it does that the other two don't is that they play it straight but like Dudes who listen to metal still have a good sense of humor. And this represents that. And I, I kind of <laughs> like, I appreciate that. Like, it doesn't have to always be serious yes. if you listen to death metal. You can you can joke sometimes and you can stick a knife up somebody's butt and then laugh at it. Like, that's still part of metal, too. And I like that. I like that that's represented. You know, as, as the official VHS horror podcast that loves a good hanging dong scene, I think we can fully get behind what you're saying dude. we understand the good sense of humor. there you go there it is there it is so we will see you guys next week mr ek thank you for coming we look forward to all the future episodes of the laser graves podcast and all the future episodes that you will join us to do here we gotta i feel like there's one that we're missing that we still gotta do but it'll we'll it'll figure come it to out me thanks later. for having Pro- me though it's yeah, probably, always fun man it's so much fun yeah no problem and thank you for listening like i said go join our twitch page or friend us whatever the fuck follow us on there we're gonna probably be doing our next live episode what maybe three weeks from now or so around there two or three wherever it is yeah two or three yeah we're, we're starting to really like it so it might be two two weeks all right it might be every week yeah <laughs> uh, soon soon all right we'll see you guys next week thanks for listening